Welcome to The How of Business with your host, Henry Lopez, the podcast that helps you start, run, and grow your small business. And now, here is your host. Welcome to this episode of The How of Business. This is Henry Lopez, and my guest today, repeat guest back on the show is Giuseppe Grammatico. Giuseppe, welcome back to the show. Thanks, Henry. Excited. Uh, we haven't talked in a while, so uh, great to, to catch up and uh, share some ideas with you today. Absolutely. Absolutely. We thought we'd keep the video on here, which is not something I yeah. usually do. So so uh, that's that's great for all, all of you that are watching and or listening on my YouTube channel um, or wherever you're listening. Welcome to this episode. Let me tell you a little bit about Giuseppe for those of you who maybe uh, haven't listened to the previous episodes or as Giuseppe said, it's been a while. But Giuseppe Grammatico is a franchising advisor who has owned several master franchise licenses and has enjoyed a successful franchising career, guiding over 200 individuals. That number probably has grown now, Giuseppe, but over 200 individuals through business ownership, many for the first time. He, he does specialize in that, whether you're existing or first-time business owner. In addition to that, he has two decades in the franchising industry. In addition to his two decades in the franchising industry, he also has 20 years of experience in sales, marketing, and managing experience. He's assisted over a thousand individuals and businesses with their investments and achieved over a billion dollars in sales. He is the author of a book uh, entitled Franchise Freedom, a new manifesto for your financial and time freedom. And he's the host of his own show, which I've had the privilege of being on. And his podcast show is called the Franchise Freedom Podcast. As I mentioned, Giuseppe has been on the show before. He was on episode 403 most recently. I believe that was at the just at the beginning of this year. And episode back on 365, we did a deeper dive, Giuseppe, on your background and how you got to where you are today. So if you're interested in learning more about that and his inspirational journey to how he got to be where he is today as a business owner, go back and listen to episode 365. We also did an online workshop together on franchising, the recording of which is available on the howabusiness.com. If you just, when you go to the website, if you click on podcast archives and then franchising, you'll find all of Giuseppe's episodes as well as that webinar that we did together. So all that said, Giuseppe, welcome back to the show. Thanks, Henry. I'm excited. Let's get rolling yeah, here. Absolutely. So what I wanted to do in this episode is kind of touch on what I'm calling the latest trends and news, kind of the latest things that are happening that people should be aware of. You know, the reason that I cover this subject franchising so often is I'm a big believer in it as a viable business model, if it makes sense for you. And there's so many opportunities in franchising that people don't realize. You know, people often think it's just right. about restaurants, right? But, you know, my very first business venture was a franchise. So that was my first experience in business. And then I went through a period of time, as I've shared in previous episodes, when I thought, oh, franchising isn't for me. I know how to build businesses. And, and that certainly was the case. But I've come back around to right now, I'm a minority partner in another franchise because I see the value where it makes sense sometimes, mm -hmm. especially for me, where I'm at at this point, where I'm trying to build a portfolio of businesses. And sometimes even for someone like me with the experience that I have, a franchise might make sense. So I love the franchise concept, uh, but it has to be a fit for you if you're considering it. But let's talk about some of the latest trends. Um, I know I, I was reading a report recently, I think that was put out by the International Franchise Association that we are seeing, and you can speak to this, 
tremendous growth here post-COVID in franchising. Speak to that for a moment, if you would. Yeah, we, we've seen a lot of growth. Uh, a lot of people have uh, decided uh, they're getting called back to go back to work and uh, going going back into the office. And they said, you know what, this is the reset. This is kind of the once in a lifetime opportunity to reset and, and figure out, do I want to go uh, back to work and back into the office? Is this the time to really start over and uh, you know achieve time and financial freedom with the franchise? So we've, we've seen explosive growth, uh, very busy on, on our end. Uh, for those people, obviously, we have the conversation for those people that it's a, it's a good fit for. Some people are just starting the research. But yeah, we, we've seen a lot of, lot of growth and um, you know people are concerned. I know the, the big uh, concern has been interest rates and talking. We just did a, an episode two weeks ago with uh, Tara Thomas from FranFun, and rates are actually uh, slightly lower mm. uh, going back to pre-COVID, going back 2019. So um, you know, rates are still low, but yeah, the, the interest is definitely there. And, you know, for the people that are a good fit and see the true value you know, in a franchise. Yeah. I'm glad you mentioned that because I think that we are all kind of a little bit succumbing to this. What makes the news is to call it skyrocketing interest rates. Well, the reality is that sure they're up higher, but like you said, probably in some cases for business loans, even lower than pre COVID, but they're still at historic lows. Money is still yes affordable and out there and available for us to start businesses under the right conditions, right? Absolutely. And things are cyclical, right? Things go up and down and we have to make the, these decisions based off of, is this the time for me? Am I emotionally just you know, ready to, to make this change? And if we constantly look at the outside things that we can't control, like interest rates and the economy and things like that, although we do have to be aware of them sure. and, and obviously act accordingly, uh, the timing, in in my opinion, is never perfect. So uh, when you are ready to to truly make that decision, the emotion is just, you know, you have that passion, that that drive to to make change. Uh, that's when, you, when I say go for it and start that due diligence process. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned this. This is such a, this has been a topic here, a conversation forever. I always get asked, as I'm sure you do, and that's why you're mentioning it is, is this the right time to start a business? And my answer is always that uh, I like to quote uh, from the book, I can't remember who the author is. I'm drawing a blank, but it's the best of times and it's the worst of times, right? Um, and so I think that that always applies to business. There are exceptions, mm. right? In the middle of COVID, I probably would not have opened a, say, full-service restaurant, right? So there's obvious situations where it's not the best of time. But I think that we have to be careful that we're not hiding behind that right. as an excuse. And really what we have is that fear, which is normal and natural, mm. of what happens if this doesn't go well. So I would say that you have to do the research, you have to be aware, you have to be smart about what industries are impacted more than others. Right. But uh, this is as good a time as there ever has been under the right situation for you to start a business. Absolutely. Yeah. And I always go back without giving the whole story, but I started in 07. Uh, we we knew what happened, know what happened, excuse me, what happened in 07 and 08. And our business thrived. Mm -hmm. Why? Why did it thrive? Because we adapted, we shifted, right? So we were in the building service space. So we went after and doubled down our efforts, uh, surgery centers, things that were, were not affected by the economy, surgery centers, hospitals, dialysis, and things like that. So we grew our business um, and we just shifted who our ideal customer was. And uh, that's how we were able to get through that time and, and business thrived from there. So uh, you know, so there's not always that straight path. It's you're going to maneuver, you're going to double down, and maybe your your ideal client shifts a little bit, but you always adapt to the environment. Agreed. A couple of of spaces or industries you've 
you've seen this, you had shared with me that you've seen this emerging already, but they continue to be strong in particular a commercial and residential services. Mm -hmm. So businesses and franchises in that space and personal services. So those continue to be kind of as industry category categories go pretty hot, right? Right. Yeah. Pe people are busy. So regardless if they're, they're working, they have their own business, they they are paying for these services, such as uh, anything on, on the home, whether it be cleaning, painting. Um, you know, they're trying to save money in this in, in this type of environment. So insulation, people are realizing that mm. at, at a certain cost, they can make their money back with savings. Um, going to professional business services, coaching. You know, how do I pivot my business? More uh, the one we see a lot a lot of uh, interest in is how do there's a franchise just that shows small businesses how to cut their expenses, and there's no fee for the service aside from a a fraction of the savings uh, that goes back to the franchise owner. So there's just some huge opportunities. People are paying for this. Pet waste removal, believe it or not, has been an exploding industry. Um, you know, people are, are willing to pay for this stuff because they're with technology and all the efficiencies we have, we're still busier than ever. So they they don't mind paying these fees so that they can double down at work or their business and spend more time with, with, uh, with family. So, yeah. And certainly so many more people got pets during COVID yes. that I can see where I, that demand has increased. Yeah. I am. No, uh, yep. Uh, we, we have a COVID pet, so I will, uh, <laughs> I will add number, you know, one to one to that list. <laughs> exactly. And so we related to thing, you know, uh, the other things that are here, I think to stay, we shall see as they call them these COVID conveniences, but mm. anything related to home delivery curbside type pickup, you talk about pivoting a business like the restaurant industry had to do, but it's beyond restaurants, online services, those types of things, I think that as we've talked about before, we had to rely on those things during COVID, but those are things now that have shifted our demands and desires as consumers, haven't they? It, it has. And now that we we tested the waters, we weren't just saying, you know, video always worked, but it, mm -hmm. it was, you know, I I had not used Zoom prior to, to COVID. Maybe I use it a handful of times. Now we use it every single day. So uh, COVID changes are here to stay. I will say that in franchise and outside of the franchising world. More, more and more people see the efficiencies. I'm able to meet with 10 people on Zoom versus two people maybe in person when you factor in drive time. But um, I think uh, those types of businesses are not going to change. It's just going to help the business itself be a lot more efficient. On the franchisor side, if you're looking at a specific franchise, they're even, and, and they're keeping uh, mo most franchises, they're still allowing virtual events. So if you're unable mm. to meet the company directly, they're doing one uh, one day events versus having to fly out and spend two days there. I'm not saying you know you know we should never meet in person. Right. Uh, I'm a big believer if you are buying a franchise that big of a decision or any business, you should meet in person, shake hands, and get to meet the founders. But these changes from COVID are, are here to stay, and, and I wouldn't say it's a negative. I think it's kind of it's a nice mix of still meeting in person but taking advantage of the efficiencies of, of technology and. Agreed. Uh, and I've been seeing more and more of that. And people have definitely cut their costs dramatically by eliminating the the the, the travel involved. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a new delivery model that's here to mm -hmm. stay. So you know, part of the point that we are highlighting all these different types of businesses and industries is there are franchise opportunities to be found in all of these. Right? Right. I, again, I, I emphasize this because I think people have this misconception that it's all about restaurants or other limited categories. But there are thousands of viable franchise opportunities in just about every industry or segment that you can think about, right? 
Absolutely. Um, last uh, number was around 4,000 franchise companies, every single industry, every single investment level. Um, so you definitely have options. The biggest, the, the biggest uh, piece of advice for anyone listening is uh, it's not one is better than the other, right? A franchise versus startup. The, the, the advantage, we call it the um, unfair advantage of a franchise is the system is in place for you to run with. And obviously Henry has experience here where you're not figuring the, the system out. You're running with that system uh, immediately after training. And you could be up and running a, 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 in as little as 30 to 60 days, but really figuring out if the franchise is right for you. Do you want that infrastructure? Do you want that system in place? Um, but pretty much, yeah, I don't even call it a franchise industry anymore. I just say, look at an industry like right. retail or restaurants and then figuring out is the franchise model work uh, better for you or does the the startup model work best? And that, exactly. that's what I help people figure out. Yeah. That, and that's the way to look at it. Um, a couple other trends, you know, you and I had explored this, it, it, you had helped me and I had looked at a potential franchise last year. I decided not to move forward for personal reasons, but the thing that was emerging even then is I, I think there's different terms for it, but umbrella franchises or mm -hmm. multi-brand franchise groups. Just explain that at a high level and why that can be so beneficial to me as a franchisee. Yeah, it, it's a it's a big benefit. I wouldn't say it's the only reason to to make that that final decision, but having some of these companies and and you know we call them umbrella companies or parent companies mm -hmm. is that the, the parent company can really help all their franchisees uh, simplify the process. So if we look at an umbrella company that offers home service, for example, concepts, right. they're able to offer all their franchisees. So one in particular has 10 different brands and they're all on the same CRM system. What, what's the benefit there? Well, the benefit is that you know that information is in there. So if you start off with a painting franchise and then want to add on another franchise such as such as mosquito spraying or cleaning, residential cleaning, and the list goes on, you can unify, use that same CRM. So it minimizes obviously the training, but helps with the upsell. Right. Because you may not buy all 10 brands. You know, I may own five and Henry owns the other five. We're able to work with one another and truly upsell each client and say, well, Henry's offering painting and you're happy where we can do the cleanup right afterwards and, and then the ongoing you know, weekly or monthly cleaning. So it really helps to, uh, with the franchisees minimize and, and reduce their client acquisition costs. But at a higher level, the franchise is always looking for ways to in, reinvest money, making their um, franchisees much more efficient. In many cases, they're adding additional revenue streams. So it makes it very um, simple to grow the business. So whether you want to add on a different brand or add or keep the same brand and add on additional territory and cover a larger market. Right. Uh, but there definitely could be some benefits there. Yeah. Tremendous opportunity there. If it's a fit for you. The other thing we were chatting about before we started recording Giuseppe is that you're seeing one of the impacts of the economic uncertainty, let's put it that way, is that people are more and more looking to see, can I really, is there an opportunity, if it's a fit for me, to do a side business where I keep right. my job and do something on the side? You're seeing that there are franchises. There always have been, but there's certainly there's opportunities for franchises that do that and allow that and do that well, right? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. They, they've always been around. So we we get a lot of a lot of people are saying, let me test the waters and keep my job and the benefits in my pay realizing obviously I'm going to hire a general manager and a lot of franchise companies will say, yes, you can run this semi-absentee 10, 20 hours a week, just say as a, as an example, 
So I always push back and say, well, how are you going to support me to truly allow me to be, you know, stay at my job. I work nine to five and just say New York city. What am you know, how, how am I going to get uh, supported? So it's things, uh, simple things like, uh, I shouldn't say simple things, but <laughs> things that we maybe not think about such as marketing turnkey marketing, where the franchisor is handling all the marketing so that you're really just approving, making sure that you're getting your ROI on, on the digital spend or the door hangers or whatever that business is in. And then you, you, you kind of add on a call center, right? So all these leads are coming in. If no one's there to answer the phone, those leads are not leaving messages. And that's what, that's what the, uh, the research shows us and, and hearing this from franchise companies. So having a call center, answer the phone, potentially schedule for you, upsell you. You know, we offer a painting service uh, of your cabinets. We also paint uh, siding. And not only that, we restore your roof. And people are like, wow, didn't even know that was even possible. So mm-hmm. it, it's nice to have those advantages. And then you're really waking up every morning to warm leads on your calendar. So so there, there are plenty of companies out there. So I challenge everyone when talking with the franchisor, ask them, how is it semi-absentee? You know, I hired this manager, but what are, what are you doing day to day to truly support me uh, in making that? So definitely plenty of options out there for people looking uh, to keep their day jobs. And uh, there is that one more model, if, if, if you're okay, me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and, a, and, a, and a newer model um, that we're seeing, and it's, it's, it's slowly growing and we're, we're seeing it more and more, is there's an executive model. And there's different types of executive models, but th- in this specific executive model, the franchisor for an added fee, it may be a, an added uh, a flat fee per month or a percentage, additional percentage in royalty, they'll run the business for you, mm-hmm. which is uh, which is amazing. So some will allow you on a month to month, some some it's just built into their model. So it's permanent and some have longer agreements, but essentially the franchisor can get the business up and running for you. So they'll literally launch the business for you. So this is beyond semi-absentee. You know, this is right. maybe so really an investor model to an extent. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It's it's an investor model. You're still involved. This is this is still sure. your business. It's, it's still my business, but but I but I'm uh, paying uh, through the fees and obviously or whatever the profit share might be. The franchisor who's expert at this is running it mm-hmm. for me. Correct. Yep. They'll they'll run it and. You're, since it's your business and you still have final say, you'll work with your general manager. Maybe it's one or two nights a week for an hour here or there. It's via Zoom or on the phone. So you have you, the manager, and your um, uh, the franchisor all meeting together, looking at the KPIs, making sure there's growth. The franchisor is going out, finding a location if needed, finding your general manager. And some people may take advantage of that uh, and just say, I'm going to do that for a year so I can transition out of my right. job, get the business up and running. And then maybe if, if, if there's an option, stop paying that additional fee and take over the reins. That's what I was going to ask you. So there are situations where that's an option. It depends on the franchisor, obviously, but that would be a model that would make sense that I might do that for a period of time until I'm ready to transition and right. transition into it full time. Absolutely. Yeah. So they get it up and running. They do a lot of the the hard work and heavy lifting to get the business up and running. But at that time, maybe a year goes by, you can decide if, if you want to leave your job um, or you do leave your job and say, this is, this is pretty nice. I'm going to have them continue running the business. I'm, I'm making, hopefully making money by then. I'm going to buy another franchise or add territory and continue this uh, executive model. So yeah. it's been very popular. We've been getting a lot of calls. Uh, so yeah, would love to help anyone out if they're yeah. looking into that model. 
Brilliant. Uh, listen, the takeaway here is there is opportunities to consider a franchise business model in just about every industry you can think about. There is a range of different operating models from, you know, the franchisor is going to, is going to allow me a lot of leeway, but typically it's going to fall somewhere in the middle to all the way to this end where they'll run it for you again, select ones there. So it's not like every franchise offers that. Right. The point is that there are options, Giuseppe. And as you said, at the outset, what you help people do is what is the right fit for me at this point in my life? And also, as I always relate to whatever business, whether it's you're starting at your own or a franchise, how is it in alignment with where I want to go longer term? Right. And that's what you help people pick. But there's lots of options here. And we've just highlighted some recent trends that are evolving or are maturing. But there's just a lot of options with franchising. It's overwhelming. And a lot of people just don't, don't know where to start. Right. So I, so, I, so I challenge everyone, you know, work in reverse, reverse engineering, and don't worry about the brands, put the brands aside, put the industries right. aside. What does your ideal day look like? And obviously, you're going to be a little bit busier in the very beginning. But what does it look like? Um, when, do you, what, when do you start your day? What's your involvement? Um, what's your skill set? You may be a just a phenomenal I, I just spoke with someone 25 years sales experience, number one within his company. He goes, I have that skill set, but I don't want to be the, the main salesperson. I just want to network at the Chamber of Commerce events and uh, you, you know all the various groups and hire a head uh, salesperson to really run the, 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 the sales uh, part of the organization. So it's really figuring out what you enjoy doing because this the key is sustainability, right? Right. We can all get excited about a product and yes, this is a great product and it's going to sell itself. But after the first year, if uh, you're looking at a restaurant business and you're not used to the high turnover that we see in a lot of these restaurant chains and things like that and, and dealing with so many people, we have other concepts where maybe you only have two or three people to manage max. Um, some of the other work is outsourced. So the cool part is you have options. So if you go in with an open mind saying, this is what I want in a perfect world, not being concerned, what will make the most amount of money, but right. I want to work from home. I never want to leave the house. I want to do Zoom calls all day and have just two employees, if need be, to go out and visit a customer. Write that down. We'll see if it exists. Right. Sometimes we have to tweak it slightly, but if we can, the, 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 the secret sauce is if we can match what you're looking for in a franchise, that's a home run. And it may be, something you never thought about. I never thought I'd be in building services from Wall Street, but it was a great industry. So if you go in with that mindset and just being open to suggestion, you'll be shocked at what exists. And then um, again, you'll have plenty of information and get to work with each of the franchisors. So uh, speaking of this, how you help people, let's just, I'm going to highlight and, and you'll add some color here to your, what you call the four-step franchise freedom process. The first step in what you invite people to do after they've given us some thought and they think they want to explore a franchise is to schedule what you call a, a right fit call with you, right? And there's no there's no fee for that. In fact, can you explain briefly how it is that you make a, a living uh, doing this and helping people find franchises? I yeah, I really you know at the end of the day I have nothing to sell. I I help people figure out in that twenty minutes if franchising is a good fit. So people ask, well, how successful are you? And I always say. We're always 100% because we're either telling people they are a good fit, they should continue, or maybe they should put this on hold. So um, obviously, I can't control the success of the franchisee. But yeah, we spent, a, we spent a lot of time there. And my fee is paid directly from the franchisor only if you decide to move forward. So the, there's no secret, just like an executive recruiter or real estate agent. So, right. But the key is step number one, I've saved people hundreds, if not thousands of hours of research 
by telling them, I don't feel maybe this is the right timing. Let's talk again in a year. Exactly. Uh, yeah, because it, it doesn't it doesn't do you any good to proceed with someone where it's not a fit. It's just, right. It doesn't make any sense for you or for them. So we're keeping this at a high level, but you schedule that right fit call first with Giuseppe. And what he gets you started on, as you already have highlighted, is understanding it's nothing about this particular franchise or that one, but what are your goals? What are your what are the characteristics you're looking for? What is that criteria? He'll help you with defining that. And that's the first step, right? Correct. Yeah. Yep. Then, then after that's done, after you've done that thinking, uh, then do you begin to match them with a few options to begin to consider? Correct. We well, we have a second call to look at the char- Let's look at the characteristics. Right. We review all that. Yep. And then our third call. Yeah, we we look at two or three franchise companies um, out of you know the many franchise companies out there that we feel like uh, they were a great fit. We'll talk about why the reasons, the characteristics, and we make the introduction directly to the franchise companies and the franchise companies from there, which goes into step four is they'll set the intro and we, we work together essentially forever. So um, weekly we'll touch base and, and say, how did your calls go? I'll help you from your feedback, narrow those two or three companies down to two, down to one, um, add a fourth option if need be, but we work closely together. It makes no difference whatsoever what option you move forward with. Right. I'm my concern is one thing, and it's all it's all about the match, finding the right yeah. match for sustainability and success. The right fit. And that's that's what I like about it and why I if you're going to consider a franchise, you need someone like Giuseppe, is you're another, you're another voice of reason, you're another guide, you're another consultant through this process to help me navigate this. You are expert at this whole franchising business. And so I have to make the decision based on my criteria, but you're helping me identify that and then helping me navigate this. How do I do this? What should I look for? What questions maybe should I be asking? What should I be looking for? How does this process work, right? It's not it's not that complicated or mysterious, but if you've never done it before, it is mysterious. And so you help us with navigating that process. Yeah, how do I, you know, even how do I fund this? We put you in yeah, touch with our exactly. funding partner. There you go. So, the information is very concise. You literally get on any franchise, four or five calls, you get all the information you need. And then you have the advantage being in a franchise of getting to speak with the franchisees in the second stage of the process. So you speak with the franchisor, gather the information. It's concise video webinar calls. And then you get to speak with the franchisees and have one-on-one conversations about their personal experiences and their and their recommendations. So you have all bases covered, but at the end of the day, we got to bet on ourselves and make that decision. So that's right. Uh, and that's not something you or I can do. We can help you and guide you every step of the way. But ultimately, um, if you want to take control of your of your fate um, and, and you know gather or, or get that financial and time freedom, uh, I always say hire yourself, bet on yourself, and really make that educated decision uh, about potentially moving forward with the, with the business. Agreed. All right, let me walk through at a high level, and then I'll get your your comments throughout what how I go about evaluating a, a franchise, what my process has been, and how I have guided other of my clients to do so. First and foremost is to get a consultant like Giuseppe. You know, you gotta you gotta get this help from somebody who's a professional and understands it, and has the access to connect you with all of these different opportunities based on what you need. That's what he's expert at. He's expert at helping you define 
that criteria so that you look for the right fit for you. So that's that's first in my process. Every time I've I've invested in a franchise, we I've taken that route. I've engaged a franchise consultant like Giuseppe to help me through it. So that's that first step. How do I evaluate? Is it a fit for me? So Giuseppe will help me with defining what that is, even though I might think it is, that conversation helps me think through and bring clarity to what I'm really looking for. And again, for me, it's always whether it's a startup business or a franchise, does it align with where I'm going? And that's always the critical question. Sometimes people can fall in love with an idea of a business, but when you when you have them think through, how does this help you get to where you want to be five or 10 years from now? Right. You know, they don't quite have an answer there. So that tells me there's a disconnect there. So that's critical. Uh, then the four things that I look for at a very high level in a franchise are the systems, of course. That's that's the primary thing that I'm investing in. Someone else, the franchisor, has developed this business model. Right. Ideally, has proven it to some degree, right? Mm -hmm. And there's varying degrees of that, depending how long the franchise has been around. A franchise that just started doesn't make it a bad franchise. I just have to look carefully at what they have to offer. But those systems, and that's inclusive of the training they're going to give me, the support mm -hmm. they're going to give me, and of course, the recipe to run this business. Uh, how strong is that? How are others using it? Second is what I call leverage. The perfect example I always give, it doesn't always apply to every franchise. But when I had my pizza franchise, the leverage there is I could buy pizza at a heck of a better price because there were 60 locations, 60 units in the franchise than if it was Henry's Pizza buying cheese on my own. Mm -hmm. So what leverage doesn't always apply, but what leverage mm -hmm. does the franchise bring me? The brand is the third thing. Again, it depends. I might be the first unit in a particular region, so the brand may not have that much value initially, but it will over time. Mm -hmm. So I have to look at it depending on the situation. There's an advantage of being the first one. There's also an advantage to plugging into a brand that already has recognition. So I have to evaluate that. Yeah. And then you really helped me bring this fourth one, Giuseppe, onto my way of thinking. And I call it the network. Mm -hmm. And that is, you touched on it already, the most valuable thing I think you do in evaluating a potential franchise is talking to other existing franchise unit owners, right? Yeah, it's almost like a built-in mastermind. You get to hear their experiences and negative experience and good are all That's good. right, that's right. Uh, someone may come back and just say, I had a negative experience because I didn't follow the marketing that the franchise or recommended, or I didn't, I didn't do the recommended spend of a thousand. I, I halved it, I did 500 bucks. So they can give you and go through their mistakes and what they've done and, and gone through. So 100% a major benefit and you usually get to meet once a year kind of like as I mentioned a mastermind yeah this is such a huge thing because I, I often mention this on the show being an entrepreneur being a business owner can be a lonely pursuit right are are the the network of people that we had that we go to for advice that usually goes away because they they don't have that experience they haven't had a business you know we the people we go to for career advice or other right. type of advice that they can't help us with this because they haven't done it so it can be very isolating as a business owner, a franchise network of other owners initially as you're evaluating it, but then ongoing. What I look for is, are these the kind of people that I want to be in partnership with, if you will, right? 
can I can I pick up the phone and call the business of the unit owner in Orlando and have a conversation that helps me and vice versa? Uh, that is so powerful, that ability to tap into that network of others that are going through or have gone through the same things that you're going through. To me, that's a critical evaluation point on any franchise that I'm considering. Agree, 100%. And, and another trend, a lot of those people may end up being your future buyer of your that's business right. or vice yeah. versa, which we've seen quite a bit. Good point. Good point. All right. Then, you know, it, it's on me. Giuseppe will help with this, but it, but it's on me now to do the research. I, I have to put in the effort to right. do the research. Mm -hmm. I need to put together my business plan, including for me, what's critical is the financial projections. Mm -hmm. Make sure that those numbers make sense. I always validate some of those key things when I'm talking to those existing franchisees. And what I have found is that by and large, they're all very sharing to a certain point, but very sharing of information because what they're looking at as franchise, existing franchisees owners is they want somebody to join for the right reasons, right? right? Because it doesn't benefit them if somebody joins for the wrong reasons and then right. diminishes the value of the franchise, right? 100%. Yeah, it's a so network, it's a win-win right? that I evaluate it the right way and that they share the truth. And that's why it's so valuable, right? The good and the challenges. Yeah. So I got to do the financial projections, the market research, speaking to others. But then, as you mentioned, at the end of the day, and this is something I struggle with because I overanalyze things. At the end of the day, I still have to take a bit of a leap of faith, just like I would with a business that I start myself, right? And, and move forward if everything looks good. Absolutely. There's always going to be that leap of faith, um, how you reduce it and the anxiety and everything that goes along with it is the research. So the information you, ha you have covered, it's really getting comfortable on the match. You know, are you, are you okay with the projection, the financial projections, the pro forma you put together? Are you okay with the plan of the franchise or as they grow their business and, and add additional revenue streams? So ultimately you have to get comfortable and you get to meet at that last phase of the process discovery whether it's virtual in person, you get to meet the founders, upper management, other people, other families looking at investing in that franchise. So um, to really solidify and say, yes, this is the decision. I got to meet the founder. I, I, you know, I really, at the end of the day, agree, um, feel like they'll support me, not just in the beginning, but 10, 20 years from now, I'll have the support from the franchise company. Yeah. They got and my I, back. <laughs> and I do love that part of it, by the way, that, uh, when you go to discovery day, whether it's virtual or in person, you'll meet other people going through the yes. same process. And sometimes that forms bonds that last. For example, as I mentioned, I'm a, I'm a minority owner in a franchise now. And my cousin, who's the primary owner, they met a couple from, from the same area, from South Florida area. And they're still friends to the, they didn't choose the same franchise, by the way, for, for personal reasons. Right. They just, they chose somebody, something else, but they still stay connected to this day because you're finding people that are on the same path yeah. and, and that there's so much power in that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and I always say you can take advantage of this network and maybe you're, you're in Orlando and then the next person's in Clearwater. Mm -hmm. You can share resources, employees, contracts, marketing. Uh, someone didn't show up. Can you help? Can you bail me out? So there's so many benefits, because at the end of the day, the, the the larger the company grows and everyone's on the same page, it benefits everyone. Yeah. Another huge advantage of, of a franchise model. All right. Let's talk about some free resources. Uh, talk about the uh, the book and the opportunity there for, for people to download that. Yep. If you go right to my website, so it's GG, my initials, the franchise guide, and it's G-U-I-D-E. So GG, the franchise guide.com. 
book is behind me here called Franchise Freedom. It'll walk you through the entire process, and that's a good place to start. If you enjoy audio, we also have a, a podcast, a Franchise Freedom podcast. We actually cover all four steps. We did an episode on each step. Uh, so they're about eight to 10 minutes long and you can listen in there, but we have over 110 episodes actually going on 120. Wow. That cover every aspect of franchise. I'm trying to catch up to Henry, but, um, from, <laughs> yeah, but, but that's a lot of episodes on franchising, right? It's just about yes. everything you would want to know about franchising. Well, th this is just, this is actually everything around business ownership. So yep. it's making yep. the leap. So, so we talk about mindset, we talk about, uh, profit first and your financials and things like that. Funding and options. I mean, you've yep. covered all of it. Yeah. We covered it all basically. Um, just constantly adding with updates and we also have a webinar on there. It's click on the video tab. So if you're more of a visual, we talk ab about making the leap from being an employee to an employer. Um, but we also help people that are existing business owners that really want to diversify their investment or even create an exit strategy. And lastly, convert their business into a franchise. Mm. The economies of scale you mentioned from a small painting company or pizza shop and converting that into a franchise could be huge. Right. Not a good fit for everyone, but we can talk about as a, as a potential match that we, we may even go down that route. Right. Right. And then think about that. Okay. Um, obviously there's, there's, once you've learned about that and you think it's, you want to make the next step and that's to schedule the free call with you, right? 20 minute video chat, just like this, uh, 20 minutes. I learn about you. Um, I'll give you all the resources. They're free on the website and uh, we'll discuss and make the decision together. If a franchise isn't a good fit. And if it isn't, we put together a plan. Maybe what, what we, we, we actually figure out what was not the good fit. In some cases, the most popular one is money. Mm -hmm. Don't have enough money to cover at least a franchise fee or the down payment. So we put together a plan of attack and I touch base every month. And maybe we have a follow-up phone call in six months to see where you're at. So we put together a plan. We don't, I don't just say not a good fit and we never speak again. You'll, you'll right. hear from me. We'll, we'll, we'll always have something on the calendar. So here to help in any way. And for anyone listening, if there's an intro you would like, so if it's financials and you want to talk to our funding partner, send me an email. I'll be more than glad to make an introduction. Fantastic. And then you can also schedule a free consultation with me. That's one of the things that I offer. So just go to the howwithbusiness.com and you're welcome to schedule a free coaching consultation with me. Often Giuseppe and I will work in tandem or it might be that you work with Giuseppe initially. And then when you're, when you, once you've launched, you might want my services. You know, the, the nice thing about the, the franchise is if you select the right one, they're going to give you a lot of support, but that offer is there as well. And then I have a free download, those four things that I covered that I evaluate the systems, the leverage, the brand and the network. I expand upon that a little bit more on a free download that you can find on the show notes page for this episode as well as links to the other episodes that I've done on this topic, including the times that Giuseppe has been on before and we've talked about franchising. And also there'll be a link to the webinar. The point is lots of resources for all of you to take advantage of, both on Giuseppe's website and on mine. So educate yourself if this is something that you're considering. That's the first step. Edu begin to educate yourself on what the opportunity might be with franchising. And I'm, I'm telling everybody now, I'll tell you, just I'm telling anybody now who's looking to start a first business and they have not considered a franchising. Why not? I'm not saying it's going to be a fit, Correct. but, but it's a very viable option for a lot of people. So consider it, especially as a first time business owner. So that's what I want to leave everybody with.
Um, is there a book you're reading these days besides your own uh, that uh, that you would recommend? That's a that's a good question. I'm I'm going back. I've been reading a lot of new books, and I and uh, I kind of stopped for for a while, and I went back into the vault. So um, you know, revisited uh, two things: Bl the blue zones, the which blue is something zones. you know outside of uh, outside of business, and it talks uh -huh. about how to live the the healthiest lifestyle and where the most centenarians live uh, in the country. That I believe is a new book coming ah, out now. And uh, yeah, just uh, and then going back to personal. Um, you know, development, uh, what is it? The seven highly, um, seven high, uh, the seven of seven, habits of effective people or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Covey, book. Covey, Covey book. So I'm going back to the basics and, uh, just really enjoying those books and you forget things. So it's, it's nice Oh, I do. Uh, that's why I, I, I reread books because my retention is not great. Same so here. like when I read a business book, it's like <laughs> highlighted, you know, and I make right. notes because, and then sometimes I'll go back and kind of scan the highlights because I don't have great retention. Excellent. Thanks for sharing that. All right, let's wrap it up. What's one thing that you want to stick away from this conversation that we had about franchising, but we know we've talked about franchising a lot, Giuseppe. What's one thing related to these new emerging trends? Let's start with that. What's one thing you want to stick away from that? The takeaway is, it, it, you know, there, there are plenty of trends and the economies are cyclical, up and ups and downs, interest rates go up and down. Um, bet on yourself and make the decision when the timing is right. It's not to be forced upon, but if you want change in your life, you need to really step up and bet on yourself. And, and instead of, you know, figuring out how to do everything, there are people there to help you, whether you work with Henry or, or you work with myself. So it's, it's the book, Who Not How by Dan Sullivan. Mm. Figure out your who, figure out the people that have the experience. And, and I, I, it doesn't have to be me. There are other franchise consultants out there. Work with them figure out if um, a business is the right vehicle for you and get informed of the different types. But regardless of all the, you know, what's going on out, out there, you know, interest rates, recessions, when should I buy? This stuff takes time. So if you're looking at a franchise, especially something in brick and mortar, it's going to take you a, at least a year from our initial conversation to open. In other cases, a little bit sooner if it's a service brand. But if you want change, we're leveling the playing field. There's no more, well, they have more access. Uh, someone has more access than another. We're leveling the playing field. We're giving you the knowledge. So if you invest the time and figuring out this, if this is worth it, then I, I say go for it, but educate yourself, work with knowledgeable people that you like and trust. And uh, life's too, too short. Uh, someone said uh, years ago, it was actually a comedian, Jim Carrey. He said his... Uh, Father failed as a miserable, uh, he was an accountant, he was miserable, wanted to be a comedian and ended up getting fired. So if you can fail at something you don't enjoy, why not bet on yourself? And, and I, I screwed that up kind of, but we'll, we'll clean it up <laughs> for the next one. But why not bet on yourself if you can oh, fail I, I at something it. you don't like? So, um, you know, life's too short, go for it, but educate yourself. Don't, don't jump into anything blind. Life's too short to be miserable for very long, right? And that's the thing. And then you mentioned it at the outset of this conversation, that has been to me one of the big silver linings of the COVID pandemic is that we all have had, had a lot of time to be introspective about that and say, you know, okay, maybe this is the time where I make a change. I don't want right. to go back to that job or career that I'm miserable at. Yeah. Absolutely. So we're a uh, website again to go online and learn more and also to where I go to get the book and schedule the the call with you. Yep, you can do everything on the site, scheduling, book, webinar, uh, podcasts, GG, the franchise guide, G-U-I-D-E.com. 
Uh, I spell it because some people type in guy, G-U-Y, although I I bought that domain just just to play it safe. Good idea. ggthefranchiseguide.com, full resources. And again, if if you like a a copy, it's free. You can download it. You can also buy it on Amazon. But any introduction you would like, including someone calls me directly, wants to speak with Henry, I make those introductions daily. Absolutely. That's That's what we do to help people. Uh, consider and get launched in business, whatever kind of business it might be. Giuseppe, another great conversation. Thanks for coming back onto the show and sharing. Thanks, Henry. It's been a pleasure. Take care. Thank you. This is Henry Lopez. And thanks for joining me in this episode of the How of Business. My guest today, again, is Giuseppe Gramatico. I release episodes every Monday morning. And you can find us everywhere you listen to podcasts, including on my YouTube channel, if that's where you're watching. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to The How of Business. For more information about our coaching programs, online courses, show notes pages, links, and other resources, please visit thehowofbusiness.com.